Kristen, and we are the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another installment of 100 Years of Horror, and in this episode, we are going to dive into the second half of the 70s, starting with, honestly, there's not a ton in this decade, or half of the decade, that we haven't already talked about, so it's probably going to be kind of short, because we actually have full-length episodes on three out of five of these, Yeah, you know. But start us off with 1975. Yeah, absolutely. So starting with 1975, we have an American film and it is Jaws. Not sure (laughs) what more I need to say with that. But yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Jaws is about a cop who moves to a small island and because it's going to be so much safer. There's not as much murder in the city and stuff like that. And a shark ends up attacking all of his people. Maybe and not. He goes out and kills them. People murder from shark though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like one of the scariest movies of all time to most people. It's amazing. Great. Steven Spielberg, Roy Schneider, John Williams did the music. Yeah. We do have full episodes on Jaws and the next one, so there's not much I can really tell you. Jaws is a basic premise, and it was a great movie. Love it. It's always fun to watch in the summer. Shark Week. Shark Week. Shark Week. Yeah, so Jaws, 1975. It's like a five out of five movie for most people. It's That's why it's on the list for greatest of 1975. Right. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> you guys, this is seriously going to be like the shortest. Yeah. Like, So honestly, moving into the rest of these decades, so many of these are so iconic. A lot of them we have full length episodes on. So if you. Yeah, really, I think the 80s is probably going to be the same. Yeah. If you really want to get into it, we can, you know, you can go back and listen to the full length episodes. So we're just kind of going through these. So, you know, like what were the best of all of these years of horror. And so if we've done episodes on them then great. You can do a deep dive and go back and listen Mm -hmm. to those. Same thing with the next one. For 1976, we have Carrie. Now, that was one of the first or like earlier episodes we did. And we actually both read the book and reviewed Mm -hmm. the film. And it is one of my favorite horror films of all time. And recording session. That was actually a really good episode. If anybody wants to go listen to it, there's a lot of information and it was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. It's a great movie. It's, it's, you know, I know that Kristen, you're not a a huge fan of Stephen King, but, you know, for Stephen King, it's actually a pretty easy read. It's only in the 300s as far as pages go. So, you know, it's an easy read if you really want to read a horror book and you want to read a Stephen King, but you don't want to, like, dedicate yourself to it, which is like (laughs) the 1100 page range. So, and it was a pretty good book. It is a very good book. And it differs enough from the movie where it's not stale. No, not at all. And 
I think we all kind of know the premise of Carrie. She is an outcast in high school, but she has, she's got telekinetic powers and she basically throughout the book and the movie, she fine tunes these powers and she basically unleashes them on her high school. But in the book, she also goes through her town and in the movie that goes into a little bit of that but especially in the book like the damage done on her entire mm-hmm. town just you know absolutely destroys things and of course you've got her over-religious mother that is just suppressing everything about who she is even as a woman and it you know it's almost feels cultish because her mother's so religious but also, there's this, you know, they dump blood on her. I mean, you all know Carrie. So, mm-hmm. episode. it's definitely a five out of five for the book is very good. So, mm-hmm. absolutely great favorite. movie, great book. Yes. Moving on to 1977, we have an Italian film by a well known horror icon of a director, Dario yeah. Argento. And it, this is also an infamously known movie, Suspiria. Mm hmm. So Suspiria is all about a woman who goes to Germany. I'm pretty sure it's Germany. It is, She goes to Germany to be a ballerina. She goes to this elite dance school. And at this elite dance school, people start disappearing. And it gets very cultish and witchy. And come to find out, it's actually run by a coven of witches who are killing all of these girls off. That's Suspiria. Yeah. And one of the things about this film is it is an absolute assault on your senses. Like, yes, the sound, the visuals, the colors, Mm -hmm. the music, it is all incredibly loud in your face. It is an an uncomfortable movie to watch. The gore is pretty good. I'll give it that. But like the minute I started watching this, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, it's not a casual watching movie. I definitely mm-hmm. get why people like it. It's very like cultish in the, I don't mean cult, like it's cultish as a film, but like in horror, it's one of those films mm-hmm. people absolutely It's a cult following, yeah. And I get the vibe. I just was like not in the mood to watch it. And it's very artistic, you know, mm-hmm. and I definitely appreciate it. I get it. It just wasn't like clear i just wasn't like in the headspace for it but you know there and but i get it it was good it just i was like not ready for it at the time you know it was good so this was actually my second viewing of it my first viewing i was in i was maybe 15 so it's been a long time since i've seen it so it's basically a brand new film yeah but it is it is a cult following of a film, so I had to watch it, and then rewatching it again, it was interesting to watch it as an adult. I did look a little bit into it. This is actually a trilogy. This is the first one, mm-hmm. and there are two after it. I've never seen or heard anything about the others. I do know that it's all about Suspiria is the first one, and the others are about witches, like the the mother of tears or the mother of suffering those are each of the other witches that we have to fight i'm pretty sure yeah i was reading into that as well and saw that it was a trilogy and i didn't know that either because when you hear about suspiria especially because because it was remade in like 2018 or something you really just kind of hear about suspiria standing alone you know right exactly you don't hear about the others 
I did want to comment on one thing. If anybody hasn't seen Suspiria, I'm sorry, this is going to ruin the ending. But she, our main girl, our heroine, ends up burning the building down. Now, my problem with that is it was a school. She burned a dormitory down. Like, there are still students in there that were not dead, that she freaking burned alive. Jeez. Well, you know, greater good, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. Jeez. It's, it's a very intense film. Like, aside from just the harsh music, and, and that's kind of of the times, too, because mm-hmm. we've talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the beginning. Completely different type of film but you know we're getting into a lot of the thrashy kind of rock too and alternative styles and there was even a group that did this music for this film Mm -hmm. and that was very indicative of the times too so but oh my gosh I was just like I don't know if I can watch this right now I might have to like turn this off and come back to it because I had watched a film right before it that we're going to actually talk about next totally different very different vibes and I was <laughs> yeah. like going along with it I was like I like this I'm feeling it and then I was like time to watch Suspiria and it was like <laughs> in your face and I was like oh god <laughs> so yeah I think that definitely goes along with the fact that it's Italian in the 60s 70s bright colorful era mm-hmm. because we talk about that also in Spirits of the Dead where it is so in your face it is so loud in color and sound and everything it was so pink <laughs> yeah it was so pink. Everything was pink. And I was like, oh, God. Like, it would be, it was so harsh on the eyes and the ears. But mm-hmm. like, the colors were so hard to take in yeah. the whole time, you know. But it's hard, like, even not being a horror fan. It's it's almost Argento is kind of one of those names that's like, are you just born knowing that? Like, it just sounds <laughs> familiar on the ears, you know. Right. But I'm interested. I would also wouldn't mind seeing the remake because I like Tilda Swinton a lot too. Mm-hmm. She's fucking weird. And <laughs> I've actually not heard terrible things about it. So I'd be interested to visit the remake one day too. Maybe like side by side them or something and just kind of see. Because that's, yeah. you got to be real ballsy to remake a film like Suspiria because it's weird enough Agreed. that it is because it was such a idealistic film at the time so to remake it you get to be mm-hmm. careful with that so i'd be interested to see kind of what they did with that but i mean yeah it was a good film i'm glad i saw it this is my first viewing of it so you know i i didn't i knew i was getting into weird shit because you always know you know suspiria is a weird film like i don't know how right you, you just fucking know so suspiria yeah exactly yeah so yeah it was a good film i'd probably i don't know if i would like I said, it's not a casual viewing film. It's not one where you're like, I kind of feel like watching Suspiria. Maybe people, <laughs> not me. It's not that kind of movie for me. But it, for my taste, it's kind of like a three out of five. But for I know that like in the community and for what it is, I know it's definitely like a higher ranking film. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So moving on from Suspiria, we have... A very different film, which is what I watched actually right before Suspiria. And it is the Invasion of the Body Snatchers remake. And mm-hmm. what a cast, first of all. And Ooh. how cool to have the original and the remake on 100 Years of Horror. Yeah, they both made it up there. Because when I saw Invasion of the Body Snatchers on this one, I was like, is this the same like Invasion of the Body Snatchers? And it is. And when I say the same, I mean it is 
the same movie. Like, pretty, they just modernized several things about it. It's got Donald Sutherland, who also has been in the 70s list. Mm -hmm. Don't look now. Yep. And Leonard Nimoy and Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, I know, right? What the fuck? And I even called Brad in and I was like, look who that is. And he was like, is that Jeff Goldblum? And I was like, yes. So young. (laughs) I know. So Invasion of the Body Snatchers, we've actually, like I said, we've talked about Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the 50s. And so this is going to sound a little redundant because it is essentially the same movie. Well, it is the same creepier. It's a remake. Yes. They modernized a lot of it because they had all this new technology and special effects. So there are these basically alien plants that are duplicating people just like in the 50s. So if you fell asleep, this like plant pod would basically duplicate you and you would become or it would become you and you would be emotionless and they would basically say oh it's great it's there's no love there's no anxiety there's nothing and they were creating the society of these like alien plant people with their own agenda you never really know what that agenda is you just know that they're replacing you with these Mm -hmm. emotionless plant pod people basically so you have this group of people basically are these two people that Donald Sutherland and this woman, her name is Rachel, I think it is. But basically, just like in the first one, you've got a man and a woman trying to escape this the whole time. And just you have some auxiliary characters, like another couple that's their friend, also trying, but they fail a little bit quicker. It's very similar. They're trying to get away the whole time, but unfortunately doesn't really work out for them i mean and you have to consider the whole world is changing and you're like the two outliers they're gonna they're gonna get you Mm -hmm. but what was really cool in this one is like you said it's a little creepier because i thought it was much creepier just from the start you know i really i think personally i like the one from the 50s but only because i think it's really cool to see the original of something being born as its idea and then the remakes when they're done really well i liked this one a lot too they just are different you know Mm -hmm. but the i like the okay i like the charm from the one from the 50s and i like all of the get up and go that the 70s ones has if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because this one does have the the effects are really cool and the people are scarier in this one like the yeah much scarier people. they also like shriek and like make mm-hmm. noises when they're trying to like they discover someone for example they just like it's like the that. alarm system yeah it's yeah. terrifying so but it is essentially all a duplicate of the one from the 50s just modernized and they added some creepier twists and you know i it was good and it was cool seeing like leonard nimoy and donald sutherland and all these actors Mm -hmm. do this movie together so i liked seeing it in a bigger city too like when we see invasion of the body snatchers the original it's a small little hometown this one we're in san francisco that is a lot of fucking people and they take them all over that's intense yeah, and they have to convince this, like, big city psychiatrist that this is happening, but he's already taken over. And, like, who's mm-hmm. going to 
pay attention in this big city, you know, because you can say in this small town, like, oh, so-and-so is weird and that person is weird and that person says this person is weird and it's kind of collective because it was a small town doctor noticing all his patients are being weird, but nobody's really noticing anybody here. Right. I don't know if you noticed, but the guy who freaks out on the hood of Donald Sutherland's car, that's actually the original guy from our original hero from the first movie. Oh, I had I did not know that. That's cool. Yep. Also, I just wanted to throw this in here because I was like so excited when I saw it because I'm a nerd. But uh, there's a point where Donald Sutherland says, if you are who you say you are, do your eye thing. And she does this crazy thing with her eyes where they move around a lot. And Connor can do that. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I would make him do if I thought he was a pod people. Oh, that's not be like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I would do if somebody was like, if you are who you say you are, do the thing. I don't know. I have no idea mm-hmm. what to do. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I really thought this was amazing. I liked this one more than the original, but I also love Jeff Goldblum, Dolan Sutherland. It was so cool to have Leonard Nimoy in it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, they're both really good films. I mean, there's a reason they're on the best of list. And also for any sort of remake to make it on best of the whole year, mm-hmm. especially in the 70s when you're, you know, horror is being cranked out at this point. That's pretty cool. Agreed. And I loved the ending. I thought the ending was fairly original for especially back then. Yes. Yeah. So this one, Donald Sutherland's character, he's our instead of a last girl, we actually have a last guy. So just like we did in the original one, his girl gets actually taken over because she falls asleep. And when you fall asleep, you're done, which is really difficult because like everybody has to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. So his girl falls asleep in both of these. And in this one, he actually does pretty well. He tries to burn down the warehouse that they're cranking down these plants, cranking out the plants in. Mm-hmm. But you see him running away from them and temporarily kind of evading them. And then you see a cut scene where he's going back to work and it's during the day. And you're like, oh, so he's just like, pretending really well like it's been a while and he's just like pretending to assimilate but then Mm -hmm. there's this one girl that was one of their friends that they've run into before and she sees him and she's like Matthew and he turns and you're like oh my god they're the last two left but no no she is the last one left and they turns her in with that shriek yeah, and it's a girl tree too. It like took me off guard. I was like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I loved her. I thought I I don't I don't even know her name unfortunately, and she's not in a lot of pictures, but she was in this and she was actually in our next one, Alien. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that she got to be in two big budget horror films right back to back. And speaking of Alien, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to 1979, we have an American film, Alien. Which everyone knows is just my all-time favorite movie ever, sarcastically. So Alien, if anybody doesn't know, is about a group of people going out into space and their ship gets disrupted in its mission by this alien reaching out to them. It wakes them all up, so they have to go down to the planet and they (laughs) make contact with this alien. It's in a little egg And then it gets on their ship, and it ends up turning into this queen alien, which is just fucking people up. She's taking them out left and right. And our main girl is Sigourney Weaver. Woo! 
yes, love her. Yep. And she ends up surviving with her cat. She takes the cat and they live with the alien on a ship. Except yeah. they supposedly send it out into space, but who knows? And we also have, you know, the full episode on Alien. We went and saw it in theaters for its 40th anniversary release. So Which was cool. Yeah. So if you want to listen to our full episode on Alien, just head back to last year, the end of last year. It's not too far back. So, well, I do, we do a lot of episodes. So you'll have to scroll. <laughs> but it's towards the end of 2019. I think it was like October-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It was early October. So if you just head back a couple months, you're like five or six so I don't know. I don't go towards the internet. <laughs> Who I, knows where we are, right? I forget that we're like so far into 2020 because this whole year has been like a clusterfuck of bad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's been a fever dream. So we do have a whole episode on Alien. So you can go back and listen to that. But I know this was really quick. You know, there were only two movies that we really needed to talk about that we hadn't already done. Yeah. So yeah you know we're about to head into the 80s and there's some good shit there that we also have talked a lot about (laughs) (laughs) might have some short episodes for a while you guys yeah we are still taking your recommendations for what we're going to do for our women's vote episode so if you have any recommendations for strong women in horror whether that be honestly the actresses that head up the movie or the protagonist for the film or honestly antagonist like I'm down for a badass (laughs) antagonist on a horror movie so honestly just a strong female presence in a horror film or a strong female actress in a horror film go ahead and send those in you can find us on all of our social medias Facebook and Instagram is the extra sisters podcast Twitter is at the extra sisters and you can hit up our email it is the extra sisters at gmail.com and we would, of course, like to thank our patrons. You can head over to patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast to join our little Patreon family over there. And until next time, stay creepy. Mm-hmm.